Welcome to Accelerate OC, the only show focused on the people leading innovation in Orange County. Join our host, Carrie Ransom, and his conversations with the trendsetters, entrepreneurs, investors, and leaders here, because it's time to Accelerate OC. Good morning. Welcome to Accelerate OC. I'm Carrie Ransom, and Thanks always to our engineer, Paul, for making me and my guests sound so good. Uh, we are getting really comfortable here on Zoom now. And uh, before I uh, bring my guests on, just want to remind everybody, today's episode is sponsored by OC4 Venture Studio, which is a new tech startup company building platform that has launched here in Orange County. And we are building the next generation of high growth tech companies here, along with the community of support around it. And if you're interested in learning more or getting involved, you can visit us at OC4V.com. I am super excited to have John Bradley Jackson with me here today. And before we get to hear about his career, his wisdom, his work as an investor, uh, advisor, teacher, he, he's a very multifaceted guy. Um, let me tell you a little bit about JJ as uh, his friends call him. Um, he's, a, as I mentioned, he is very versatile, very accomplished in a number of areas. He's the director currently of the Cal State Fullerton Center for Entrepreneurship. And he's also the director of their startup incubator. And at the incubator, they really work with students and others to help them start and validate their business models. Um, he's also a professor at Cal State Fullerton, where he teaches in areas of social media, entrepreneurial marketing, marketing strategy, commercialization, even new venture creation. Uh, he's also the founder of the Titan Angels, which is an angel and pre-seed investment fund based in Orange County. And they fund very early stage companies and ideas. And we'll talk about some of those today. Um, he's the founder of the Bird Dog Group, which is a consulting firm that specializes in helping small companies in areas of marketing and sales and, and strategy. He's written on a number of topics around marketing, social media, uh, and other early stage company types of topics and, and business strategy. And he's also on the advisory board or board of a number of companies and other area organizations. Uh, he was involved, for example, with the SoCal Committee for the Olympic Games and uh, formerly was on the board of the Los Angeles Venture Association as well. Um, part of what I really appreciate about JJ is he is such a pay it forward, community minded guy and always looking at ways to connect and contribute in at various levels, whether that's with others uh, in our community, whether it's with students, whether it's with investors, and I just so appreciate that he does lead by example. JJ, it's so great to have you on Accelerate OC today. Good morning. Glad to be here. Awesome. Well, let's get to the starting line. Um, let's talk about the pressing news of the day. Obviously, it's on everybody's mind. Um, the education system, you're very tied into Cal State Fullerton. Uh, it's been, the education system has been very disrupted because of COVID-19. What are you hearing from your colleagues uh, there about how it's affecting things? Well, I think the good news is um, the university space has been ripe for disruption. Yes. The 
you know, essentially we're using a 3,000 year old teaching model. <laughs> you know, smart guy stands up in front of the class and talks, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, so this has challenged uh, yeah, the faculty and the students to really reinvent their relationship. And, uh, that, you know, uh, it's got its hiccups. I can tell you that uh, uh, a Zoom call like this, technologically speaking, is not difficult. Mm -hmm. Although there is a technology divide. Not everybody has the same okay. tools, <clears throat> same mastery of the tools, right? And then there's kind of a uh, an etiquette that goes with uh, yeah. video conferencing, which you're expert at. And all of that makes for uh, an exciting time uh, teaching. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, engagement is the uh, the password, though. And so in the uh, uh, COVID-19 remote teaching <clears throat> experience, uh, it's the challenge to keep everybody on board and moving forward. Yes. Well, and I see it. My wife uh, is a kindergarten teacher, so I see it at the earliest stages of educational development all the way through, uh, you know, postgraduate. And I'm sure uh, people are trying to figure out in PhD programs how to continue to, to move things forward. And we're doing a lot of things uh, through OC4 in the community even to try to provide what I would characterize as uh, education or learning experiences, whether that is helping people through their pitches or other elements of their company development and we're doing it all in a virtual environment i'm i'm here all by myself today and typically would love to have a number of other people in here so uh it, it will really be interesting to see where things don't return somewhat back to normal uh in that in, in the learning spectrum right and thus the opportunity. That's right. So uh, That's right. It, it's easy for us to uh, get stuck in the, uh, the grief of uh, the changes, you know, the mm -hmm. denial and the, the anger, mm -hmm. <laughs> and maybe the depression. I sure. don't know how, how far along you are in that yes. cycle. But at some point in, life, point in time, there's acceptance. You go, okay, well, this is where we're at. Mm -hmm. And now let's... Uh, appreciate the now but let's right. think of the opportunities that uh, are in front of us that's right three months from now six months from now 18 months from now so i think it's terribly exciting actually i agree i mean that that's a great transition to you know my next question which really is uh, i mean you know talking about let's talk about life as an investor i mean i i do a lot of early stage investing you do as well uh, have you seen many new startups show up on your doorstep just in the last month or so after this with new ideas around what's going to probably or potentially be on the other side? So um, the answer is that there's no shortage of deal flow. Yes. Right. And uh, that was uh, true six months ago, two years ago. Mm -hmm. And even today, I'm still getting, <coughs> pardon me, uh, inquiries, uh, you know, uh, to pitch their ideas and things like that. So. The, the, the hard part is picking the right ones. <laughs> but uh, I think we're also headed into a period where uh, uh, the investor capital is going to move on the early stage, kind of from seed to seed, and it's going to help those uh, 
existing startups uh, survive. The startups run pretty lean to start with, mm -hmm. and uh, these uh, challenging times will undoubtedly uh, cull the herd. Mm -hmm. Yes, that, that I think history has shown us that always tends to be uh, the case, yeah. right? And and even you know even some of the ones that maybe thought they were going to get fed uh, a couple months ago could be. I was talking to uh, a friend in LA yesterday who has a pretty extensive portfolio, and he's already kind of separating them into the the ones to to really double down on the ones <clears throat> that may need to adjust course, and the ones yeah. that might already be the Walking Dead. Yeah, and for a small company, so let me say a startup uh, is still looking for uh, its customer trying to solve sure. a problem. A company is uh, attempting to scale. That's and right. for that scaling company, there is never enough cash. That's right. Just never enough cash. And that uh, that's a precious resource right now. Mm -hmm. So uh, <clears throat> we have the early stage startup that is looking for seed money. And then there's that next uh, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, rung on the, the ladder, and that's the company that is attempting to move forward and scale. And that that's a tough spot to be in. Uh, Series A money historically does dry up mm -hmm. uh, in the uh, in a down market like this. At least it stalls, mm -hmm. and it's not going to go away forever. Uh, but we even saw that in 2008. So, sure. uh, <clears throat> and by all. Uh, Metrics, I think this is our situation today is far worse. Yeah, it sure has the potential to be. I mean, you know, I, I, uh, I think this is such a complicated situation that it's really hard to, it's hard to tell. I mean, you look at the stock market and you go, I don't get it. How I think that's the general feeling that a lot of people have of, of that. That's not a clear predictor <laughs> of our economy when you have on the other side over 20 million people filing unemployment there's, yeah. it just feels like a really significant disconnect there yeah i i don't look at the stock market as a uh, a direct barometer of uh, mm -hmm. uh our economy you know because right. uh, it's thinking ahead and it does squirrely mm -hmm. things that's right <laughs> so I, I don't pretend to understand it that's right uh but when you look at the opportunities that are here, uh, given our, our new uh, normal right now, and the best example is what we're doing. It's the remote worker. So it's the opportunity for companies to engage employees uh, rather than in the home office, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and, then and, and, and remote workers also work differently. Yes. Uh, there's a lot of research on this, and that they tend to work more. They tend to uh, uh, be very productive. They tend to work different hours. Mm -hmm. uh, so all of that comes together, I think, as one of the uh, uh, opportunities that's an outcome of uh, our current situation. Yeah, I, I think you're spot on. So as you think about investment, you know, you mentioned some of the dynamics of where companies can potentially get challenged. Um, but as you think about investment from the early stage standpoint, where, um, you know, like Titan Angels or other groups here have, have tended to play, are there new either filters or 
investment theses that uh, you feel like are going to be put in place because of the, of the environment that we're in. Yeah. So in, in the case of Titan Angels, uh, we uh, uh, are not specialized by industry. Uh, mm -hmm. We have a rather broad portfolio and, you know, it all starts with good people mm -hmm. trying to solve problems. Uh, when you look at the, the back end, uh, which would be the valuations and sure. exits, uh, unquestionably, there are certain sectors that uh, have and in all probability will provide a better reward. And so software as a service uh, mm -hmm. is probably the best example is the multiples there are uh, unusually high, mm -hmm. you know, uh, so uh, you know, that the whole tech space in particular software as a service, I would say, uh, you know, and you can compare that to the packaged goods, food, and beverage industry. Well, those are, are lower multiples. But as an example, if you look at the within the packaged goods in the, in the food arena, there's the better for you, mm -hmm. uh, the uh, zero sugar uh, spaces. Now, those multiples are quite high. Mm -hmm. So uh, there are many uh, opportunities out there. Uh, and uh, I think it fundamentally though, starts with uh, the right people on the bus. Mm -hmm. So let's, uh, let's go into the hood just a little bit. Uh, I mean, certainly, uh, Titan Angels has been pretty active in, in recent years. Um, and, and just to share a little bit more with the audience about uh, what it is, how it works. Um, you know, can you just tell us a little bit more about the the, the process and? Yeah, so we're uh, a small fund. Uh, we're, we're uh, for instance, uh, there are angel networks in our community mm -hmm. where individual investors <clears throat> aggregate together uh, and share. Uh, <clears throat> pardon my voice today. <clears throat> uh, share knowledge, deal flow, etc., and independently invest. Mm -hmm. uh, in the case of Titan Angels, our investors invest in a fund, which is mm -hmm. us, and then the fund uh, invests in uh, startups. Mm -hmm. uh, we tend to be uh, uh, early stage in, in those investments. Uh, we tend not to be a lead investor. We tend to be a follower, mm -hmm. and it's basically the size of a fund. Mm -hmm. It's that. And then we have a focus on companies that are Orange County. So uh, like a lot of investors, you want the ability to drive and go see your uh, startup uh, space. And then beyond that, um, uh, it's the other obvious investment criteria. You know, is it IP? Uh, do they have a competitive advantage? And then the propensity to scale. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we have uh, a, a fondness for uh, Titans uh, from sure. Cal State Fullerton. And that also plays into our strategy. Mm -hmm. That's super helpful. So can you share a highlight or two of, of companies that you're either uh, you know, really excited about or that you know, have been sort of recent uh, investments? Yeah, um, so we're a new fund. We're, we're only a couple years old and uh, the life of a fund like ours is probably seven to 10 years. Sure. Yeah, and, I mean, I, uh, I have ones that are into like their 12th year, so I totally yeah. understand, my friend. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, uh, 
the uh, the early exits usually aren't good ones. <laughs> but but actually, so we've invested in 16 companies, uh, and uh, so we have yet to see an exit. Mm -hmm. uh, there are some startups that we've invested in uh, that uh, look very promising. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, but all you could do right now is say that the race has started and they're looking pretty damn good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, one in particular I like actually comes out of the UCI ecosystem. It's called uh, DocBot. And uh, they're a software as a service company that helps the physician uh, optimize uh, a colonoscopy to minimize uh, colon cancer. And very exciting young company, uh, brilliant young uh, uh, CEO, terrific board, uh, all comes together and all they've got to do now is execute and, and exit and mm -hmm. we'll be doing high fives. That's great. So is that an example of one that um, was somewhat syndicated across Orange County and, and different groups of investors there? Um, the uh, the founder who is a who was a very young uh, CEO, uh, twenty three years old. Wow, Andrew Nin is his name, and at age twelve he was coding, and mm -hmm. by the time he was fifteen or sixteen he was making money as a coder. Okay, mm -hmm. uh, he's a college dropout, right? Uh, but truly, truly gifted, and. Uh, his uh, concept uh, was actually uh, rebuffed by many local investors. Hmm. Okay. And uh, and why is that? I, I think initially it was some age bias that, hey, this is a kid's, uh, you know, a spud here. He's, he, he's not ready. And we just believed in him. Mm -hmm. And his board was incredible. Uh, his uh, co-founding team came together. So uh, it looked to be a smart move on our part. That's great. That's great. So that, that actually is an interesting topic I'd love to go a little deeper in. Um, as you think about Orange County, I mean, you said, you know, in this case, uh, others weren't as willing to, to take the leap. I think one of the real strategies that we're trying to employ at, at OC4 is to say, look, we're, we're willing to do that. I mean, we, we will say, like, we'll lead. We, we want others to participate here. We look at this as a community thing. We're willing to, to be the lead. And part of why is because we've, we've brought a whole team of operators and folks together. So we, we've been building software companies for 25 years. And so that, you know, our, our concerns are maybe not the same concerns as somebody who made their career in a different industry and is thinking about investing and, and picking winners. So as you think about Orange County and how we can work better together, I mean, you know, this is a perfect example where I go, okay, this sounds very interesting to me in the world that I'm in. How do we collaborate better as a community to try to make sure that, um, that, that we don't keep repeating history of people having to go outside to get capital um, for promising opportunities? Yeah, that's a that's a tough question to answer. Uh, so the uh, the VC money, one might argue, is not located in our backyard. That's right. Most uh, of it is not. That's right. Yeah. So it we're underrepresented with uh, venture capital. There are some terrific VCs 
in the greater community. Uh, March Capital is one. Sure. Uh, and uh, Jim Armstrong uh, is mm -hmm. the director there, a good friend. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I can start to name others, but the, the list is short. So that is something that needs to be uh, changed over time. Uh, angel investor community, uh, we're very well represented. Uh, and so we're in a position to see those early stage companies. And I think uh, the, uh, the angel groups, the networks, the funds are increasingly networking with each other and syndicating. Okay. Uh, in fact, uh, the, uh, the co-fund uh, was doing a syndicated raise, approached us very recently uh, to join in. And so there's a natural collaboration there. Mm -hmm. uh, for the uh, founders of companies, uh, the, the wannabes, the folks that are uh, moving forward, uh, there is a kind of a fragmented infrastructure that exists. Mm -hmm. So there are incubators, there are accelerators, they work rather independently. Uh, and so there's an opportunity, I think, to knit those together. Yeah. We all have a common cause and that's to, uh, you know, encourage startup activities and uh, start businesses and, and, and create, uh, you know, economic impact locally. So that's certainly an area for improvement. Absolutely. What, what what are your thoughts there as far as I mean, is it do we, do we need a, I mean, you know, I think the relationships, your point, I think the relationships are improving versus when I got here 15 years ago, as far as people's openness and collab, you know, proactive collaboration. Uh, do, you, do you think we need to look at technology tools and other, you know, layering in other things to try to make it easier. I, I, I tend to orient to the entrepreneur and say, how do we as it, because you, you're, I, I totally agree with you that we have this common good. Many of us have this common good mindset of it. Like, how do we help entrepreneurs? And so many of my conversations on Accelerate OC over the last year have been about how do we create unfair advantage for somebody trying to start a company in Orange yeah. County and not disadvantage them because i think if you if you talk to a lot of entrepreneurs here they're going to say i feel like i'm disadvantaged starting a company here and i go that's not what we want we want you to, to feel like <laughs> yeah. you know this is the place to do it yeah, and, and i i'm strongly opinionated yeah. on this sure. and uh, uh so it's like there's some low self-esteem mm. uh, it's like I, I i must apologize i'm from orange county you know yeah uh, and and i think uh Hollywood has the Hollywood sign, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it is a magnet for talent, for creativity, et cetera. And I think that Orange County <laughs> needs to come up with its own uh, emblem, its own story. The giant orange. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. uh, you know, startup land, whatever it is, Orange sure. County startup land, sure. we, we need to come up with that uh, branding and I think it's as simple as branding to uh -huh. unify what's uh -huh. going on here. You know, Silicon Valley, by the way, I got news for you. It's not really a place. It's just sure. a name. It's a brand. Uh -huh. It's a meme, just yeah. like the Hollywood sign is. Do sure. you know where Hollywood is, really? I, I know where the letters are on the hill. Sure. 
you know, I, I, I've been to Hollywood and Vine. Mm -hmm. Not very impressive. Like, no, that's not the place. That's not where stuff's <laughs> happening. That's right. That's Same right. thing with Silicon Valley. It's just that's kind right. of an amorphous area. So we yeah. have the same opportunity here uh, and we can embrace startups and innovation uh, in one uh, branded, uh, uh, you know, statement a, a visual i don't know let's work on this one <laughs> I, I i'm down you know that yeah. so let's let's uh let's play on that a little bit i mean as you think about that do you think it is broadly just encouraging more startups more entrepreneurs or do you think we as part of this need to orient people to a finite number of focus areas clusters where people's attention should be, you know, maybe where you can get more resource because there's more expertise, right? I mean, you've seen here as an example, one example of that would be ophthalmology, where we are truly a world leader in ophthalmology. I don't have any experience in ophthalmology, but that could be a, a, a reference for how to build density around a particular area. I mean, we, we actually have a remarkable number of dental companies here in Orange County, but we also have broad spectrum of a little bit of everything here too. So I think we have the ability to go super wide or an opportunity to go yeah. really deep. So I'm just curious your thoughts on where where you think we should. Well, uh, so let's, let's go really macro yeah. for a second. Yeah. So uh, startups uh, often uh, emerge out of tough times. Mm -hmm. So we're in a unique position now uh, for startup activity to actually boom. And part of that might be what they call uh, entrepreneur by necessity. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I can't get a job, I don't have a job, right. so I might as well create something, right? That's right, next best alternative. Yeah, and another piece of that, uh, and this may sound self-serving, is education. Mm -hmm. And it's the idea to prepare uh, people, uh, and the younger the better, by the way, mm -hmm. uh, to uh, to think entrepreneurially, to solve problems, yes. and to have the courage uh, to try. Mm -hmm. And so my work at the university, at the undergrad and at the graduate level, is to uh, help that individual actually uh, become the artist that they were when they were five years old. Mm and there weren't barriers, mm -hmm. there weren't limitations. And so that creativity, that's the crude oil of entrepreneurship, mm -hmm. of startup activity. Mm -hmm. And to let yourself explore new, new thoughts and to break things and to try things mm -hmm. and uh, to challenge the status quo. So, I mean, that's a mindset. Sure. And I, I think we wanna do everything possible to feed that and, and to grow that. Yeah, I mean, are there going to be certain sectors that are going to be uh, uh, more rewarding than others? I would say yes. And I, I mentioned software as a service, mm -hmm. and we can talk med tech. But, you know, think of the uh, creative thought that created uh, Uber. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, they, they took a, a tired old ind industry, which was uh, the, the taxi cab business. Yeah. And we have and a few of those here, tired old industries that, that probably could get rethought. Yeah, exactly. So, um, 
anyways, uh, I, I think it's a fascinating time, and mm-hmm. uh, we just need to encourage creative thought. Okay. So as you think about, let's. Uh, I I agree, and uh, you know, it, it is this interesting question of you know, there, there is there's a lot of research showing that these dense clusters in certain industries have helped some parts of the world really thrive and versus this broad community culture. And I, I think you need both, I think, which is probably where we're, we're in agreement, but um, just to, to sort of play on that a little, are there industries for people who maybe just to your point, either out of necessity or just need a, need a refresh Right, they're mid-career and they're going. All right, I've been in manufacturing for most of my career, and maybe now I need to orient to something else. Or I've been in marketing for most of my career, and I need to apply that to a, an industry of the future. Are there industries that you put in your head and go, "We, we, Orange County has the bones to do that well." Yeah, it's a it's a powerful question. Uh, I always look to solve problems. Mm-hmm. It's at the the best uh, innovation that I have witnessed startup activity as well is when there's an obvious problem sitting in front of your face, and uh, and then you have some special expertise that could come out of an industry, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, and so a, a very simple example would be that. The, uh, the fast food companies, the restaurants, mm-hmm. can't uh, do business as usual. Uh, so you take a step back and say, well, what business are we in? We're, we're in the business of feeding people. Okay, mm-hmm. so we can prepare meals, but we could also uh, deliver groceries. Sure. Uh, we can uh, do this in a mobile uh, environment. And fundamentally, the... The objective is the same. It's just let's redeploy mm-hmm. uh, our resources. Let's let's change our thinking about uh, what we can do. Sure. And and I think Orange County. I mean, to your point, I, I think Orange County has a lot of depth in that quote unquote feeding people industry, right? I mean, whether it's a, you know bigger company like a Golden State Foods that's based here, or a number of the well-known restaurant chains and concepts have been born and, and really grown here. So there is there is a legacy of that, that um, you, you mash that up with modern technology and logistics and other things, and, and there could be new ideas that come out of it, similar to commercial real estate, that this has been, you know, if you take the Irvine company or, or others that have really influenced the world from a planning and development standpoint, are there uh, fresh ways to to think about that legacy with property technology or other. So I, I like the collision idea of how do we take some of these legacy industries, you know, as you, you even said, like tired old industries to some extent, and bring in some fresh problem solving thinking to uh, almost do mashup types of of innovation. And so you know maybe maybe that's how we try to create some of that childlike. <laughs> Uh, creativity uh, in the community. Yeah, Picasso said that uh, every child is born as an artist. The challenge is to keep uh, them as an artist, something to that effect. And it's certainly true. So my my parting thought would be, wow, so we can uh, fascinate with the high valuation 
companies that are in certain mm -hmm. sectors. Well, let's look at the tired, yes, uh, you know, mediocre industries because those are the ones that we can disrupt and improve. That's right. Yeah, I, I think that is a great call to action. To be honest, I, I mean it, that that drives me. Uh, gets the wheels really going because I, I do agree that that's the, that's a great place to, to put attention. So uh, how do you keep yourself sharp and innovative? Um, are there are there things that you you do you'd like to share that, that others could maybe learn from? You know, uh, my time in the classroom uh, mm. is just beautiful. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been doing it about 19 years now and the students young minds give me hope. Mm -hmm. So I, I take a, a lot of their energy. Uh, I, I'm just a, an utter uh, continuous learner. Mm -hmm. I, I just, uh, I can go so deep <laughs> on a search on the web, it's, it's remarkable. But fundamentally, it's talking with people uh, and uh, exploring what other, other people are doing. And I learned one thing in my career, uh, it took me a while to get it, is that uh, if I give to others unconditionally and I ask nothing in return, I get rewarded. Now, mm -hmm. it might be in the afterlife. Mm -hmm. okay? But uh, so if someone calls me, I pick up the phone. If someone mm -hmm. emails me, I respond. And always on the premise of how I might help them. Mm -hmm. And it, it just has created a, an incredible uh, business model for me personally. And as dumb as that sounds, you help other people uh, achieve what they want to achieve. And uh, it's like a flywheel. It's going to come back and help. Mm -hmm. I, I totally subscribe to that uh, and uh, appreciate you for being that way. So, uh, you know, thank you for, for leading by example in, the, in that regard, JJ. I think that, um, that that's so powerful for people of any age and, and experience. So... Final lap here at Accelerate OC. Paul's giving me the, the wrap up here. Um, you know, that last uh, experience that you just shared and, and sort of approach is so valuable. Any other uh, advice or, or wisdom or lessons you'd love to leave with the audience, particularly entrepreneurs in this environment that either are starting something now or in the midst of it, or really to your point earlier, feeling like this is my time and I need to go start something. Yeah, so you always do it now. <laughs> uh, when you're looking at a problem or an opportunity, uh, I can guarantee you that there are thousands of others doing the same exact mm -hmm. thing. And uh, so fundamentally, you got to dig in and try to understand the problem, uh, who the customer really is, and how you might help them. Mm -hmm. And that, that takes a lot of work. And that's where most uh, startup founders blow it, is they rush to their prototype, to their oh, yeah. minimum viable product, and they don't do their homework. Mm -hmm. And son of a gun, uh, they discover that this, this isn't right. <laughs> well, if you'd uh, done your homework on the front end, you uh, might well discover that they were uh, focusing on the wrong customer or maybe even the wrong problem. I, that's a great, great advice. So, JJ, thank you so much for joining me today and taking us on this this fun ride. You know, some some great uh, discussion here on 
what I think that, you know, is going to be the, the, the future now here in Orange County. And there's so much to work with that I think gives you and I both a lot of hope of what what can be. And, you know, I, I get excited when uh, I get to talk with folks like you who I know are going to help make that reality. And I, I see, you know, this is a challenging time, but such a brighter future for Orange County because of folks like you in our community. So thanks for all you do. You're definitely doing your part to accelerate OC. Welcome to the family. All right, thank you so much. Take care. You've just listened to Accelerate OC. Join our live recordings every Tuesday morning at accelerateoc.com or listen, like, and share anytime from your favorite podcast spot. Let's accelerate OC together. 